Hello and welcome. This is Coach JT Tapius with an idol called food. In this episode, we're going to talk about some things that are not only interesting, but they are meant to bring conviction and hopefully change to your life. If you are a fellow Christian and you're battling with discipline, you're battling with self-control, my friend, this episode is for you. Ready? Let's go. This episode is called Satan's Biggest Tool Against the Christian Church. I want to tell you guys a story. At the age of 32, by God's grace and mercy, he put faith in my heart to believe in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. This was a providential event that was a radical departure from my previous life that I was living. I was living a pretty, pretty crazy life. To say the least, there were many areas of my life that were absolutely a mess. But the one thing that was certain and that was always extremely present in my life was discipline. I was a passionate guy. Everything I did and loved at the time, I would do with full discipline and full self-control. I worked out seven days a week. I would wake up at 3 a.m. I went to work and worked 60 to 70 hours a week. I pretty much uh, exemplified discipline in all areas of my life. But the truth is that other areas were completely out of control when it came to discipline and self-control. There was extreme alcoholism. There was recreational drugs, serial dating, promiscuity. I mean, guys, this is embarrassing and I'm being very vulnerable here. And the reason I can do that is because God has redeemed me from these things, but it was incredibly painful, painful life, right? Uh, it was a life that was destroying me without me even knowing it. And once again, by God's grace, I was liberated from this lifestyle. I remember walking into a church and looking for everything the Bible said it had for me as a believer. Uh, I, I remember Jesus's words when he said, I came to bring life and life abundantly. But sadly, this abundant life wasn't present in most of the people that I was going to church with every weekend. Now, please hear me out. You know, this is not a criticism. This is a constructive criticism. And the idea here is that this hopefully will bring conviction and lead you to change if you're battling with some of these discipline or self-control issues. What was even more confusing was the fact that most of the people that I was going to church with, they weren't reading their Bibles. They didn't understand the foundations of the truths that they stood so firm for. As a wise man once said, if you're not reading your Bible, you are making God up in your own mind. Most of these well-intentioned Christians that I was going to church with had a desire to serve God, to please God, but they were lacking a fundamental trait in successful people. These people were lacking discipline and self-control. Discipline to read their Bibles, to study studiously the Word of God, to meditate, to fast, to pray. All these spiritual disciplines are enhanced by discipline and only happen if you are a disciplined person. But this word was lacking for most of the people that I was going to church with. Everything you're going to hear here sounds so critical, right? It's not that I'm criticizing the body of believers. Trust me, I love other Christians. I love people in general, but I love Christians, people that have come to faith because I understand what that feels like. I understand how passionate we can be about the things of God. And so please hear me out. This is constructive criticism and hopefully some of you will take it to heart and really, and this will really drive you to, to take action in a different direction. And it was so disheartening to see pastors preaching from the pulpit and calling people out for visible sins, but their waistline 
was of someone who was lacking self-control and discipline. They were drunk on food and here they were screaming and, and, and calling people out for very visible sins, right? Things as such as, you know, um, drugs and alcohol and tattoos were, you know, some people's theology is, is, you know, uh, against tattoos, right? And I would see these people, these pastors, these leaders calling people out and yet their waistline said something very different about their lifestyle, right? And so, uh, you know, I, I say this jokingly, but, but it was very true. Their temples looked more like the Sparrow's cathedrals. And, and um, you know, it, 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 just, it just exemplified, you know, gluttony in their life and, and overindulgence. It was very, very disheartening to see some of these leaders that, were supposed, that, that are supposed to be above reproach, right? Guys, once again, this is not a call for perfection. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying here since I clearly understand that we all fall short of the glory of God and that we struggle with different things and that until we are in the presence of a sovereign God, we will not be in a perfect body, right? I get that. I understand that. But I want to believe everything the Bible tells me it has for me. It tells me that one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. And when it says self-control, it doesn't just mean from sexual uh, immorality, but also from all types of temptation, including overindulging in food. As a believer in Christ, I'm called to be drunk in the spirit and not drunk on food or drinks. As Paul says it, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything, right? I honestly believe that Satan's greatest strategy against the church is a lack of discipline and self-control. I once heard a famous sermon on the internet by a pastor called, uh, um, last name Harvey. I can't remember his first name right now. And this was back in 1965. It was titled, What I Would Do If I Were the Devil. Guys, here's my version of it. Here's my own idea of what I would do if I were the devil and I was trying to sabotage believers and the church, right? If I were the devil, I would lure pastors into not preaching about gluttony and overindulgence. I would make the church gatherings look more like a gluttonous banquet than anything else. I would convince believers that the stewardship of the temple of the Holy Spirit is not important and simply, and simply minimizing the importance of it. I would preach about all the overt sins, but rarely talk about health and lifestyle that glorifies and pleases the Lord. I would warn congregants about fixating on their physical appearance and focusing more on spiritual aspects of life. I would completely convince them to neglect the importance of self-care. I would convince Christians that fitness and proper nutrition are not part of their spiritual disciplines, or in other words, part of this side of eternity. In other words, if I were the devil, I would just keep right on doing what I am doing. Fellow Christian, if you've heard this podcast thoroughly, if you if you've listened to this, and in any way, shape, or form, uh, you have felt upset, angry at me, maybe you feel like I'm being judgmental. Please hear my heart. That is not what I'm doing here. What I'm doing here really is pointing out a huge issue within the church, and I believe that not if we are in the fittest body will God be pleased uh, by us. But I do believe that a lot of these things that we have uh, tangibly and, and, and access them that are accessible to us, such as proper nutrition, activating our physiology, 
that these disciplines can be translated into our devotional life, to our Bible studies, right? To learning more of the word of God. And if we do that, my friend, then we're going to prosper. We're going to grow in our spirituality because at the end of the day, if you're not reading your Bible, as I said earlier, you're making God up in your own mind. What we need to understand is the character of God so that when we go to prayer, we understand how our God is meant to be served and pleased, right? And in order to do that, we need to become very, very studious of the word. And I believe that if you're lacking there, like most Christians are, most Christians are lacking in their study time and their devotional time and their meditation time, fasting, prayer, right? All these pillars of our faith. I believe that if you activate your physiology, you start eating better nutrients, that you'll have more energy, more uh, more desire, more of a desire to, to study and actually get these things done. And you will prosper, not because you're doing the physical things, but because you're actually getting into the word of God, which is fundamental for any of us who are looking to please God, to really, uh, to, 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 to be able to excel. We need to be able to read our Bible, study our Bibles, do that diligently, consistently, day after day. And I believe that activating your physiology intentionally, eating the right nutrients will help you get started with that process. I hope you've enjoyed this show. I hope more importantly, you take action. My name is JT Tapias. I am a professional fitness life coach, and this is an idol called food. I'll talk to you guys soon. Ciao, ciao.